Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. Today's topic is about how our emotion takes over our decision. If you talk to anyone in sales, they'll say that we always make decisions by emotion and then logic just fills in the part that we think we're using of our brain and it's really all based on emotion. I'm not sure I agree fully with that because I think we can bring a balance and we do use both parts. It's how developed it is and also what else is going on in our life and how we buy into things. And so something came up in the last couple of weeks that alarmed me a bit. And I see how this thing is growing. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about basically pyramid schemes at the bottom of all of these things. Now, some of you may be younger and may not have had some of these experiences, And so it's the same old thing that goes around and around. So I remember when I first started working, and this is when you could have liquor in and alcohol in the workplace. And so we did a bottle draw thing. It wasn't really a draw because it was more like what was called a chain letter. A chain letter was actually a letter that you got in the mail saying, please forward this to 12 people or otherwise something bad is going to happen to you. So this preyed on people's fear and they did this and then it would continue. And it was as simple as people who hack into our computers and do all of these things. They get a joy and a thrill out of this to start these things and don't think about the consequences of how this affects people and their mental health and everything else that goes on in their life. And this is one of the reasons I do not forward messenger requests on Facebook. Please send this to all the people in your list. Just press down whether it's a nice thought or some potentially unproven idea or something that is political, whatever it is, I never forward those things. I usually explain to people, even when they're nice Christmas things or whatever, that I choose not to do that because I think that's an invasion of our privacy and is the same thing as a chain letter that I'm expecting other people when I say, you know, please forward this to everyone in your group everyone in your list, that's not really appropriate. And the other thing is often these scare tactics aren't even true. Like don't accept a request from such and such, or if you click on this, this is going to happen. And there is a website you can check out. It's called Snopes, S-N-O-P-E-S. And I learned the hard way. I remember some someone sent something to me telling me that there was going to be some change and then this would affect everything on Facebook or something. One of those horror stories that, you know, we need to tell everyone right away. And I did it. I sent it out to everyone. And then someone sent me the article about how this was fake. And I felt really embarrassed. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I remember I was meeting friends for a play one night, that same night, actually, and just talking about that. And it was a lesson, right? And so then I apologized to those I did and used that as a lesson to say, if you do get these things, please check them out. And I do that kindly now when people do forward those things and I say, have you checked it out? You know, what is the source of this? Like we need to question this information that comes forward, especially now during COVID where our emotions are heightened in the first place. So that fear part of us can be very present. And we go into the fight or flight or freeze and that reptilian part of our brain takes over. So we just do it. So just be kind to yourself. You know, we, we all fall prey to these things every once in a while. So just your apologies to those that you may have sent it to and to yourself, that forgiveness, always starting with the self. So back to the original story, it was a pyramid scheme in the sense that it was to do with liquor bottles. So you buy a bottle of whatever the alcohol was and give it Actually, I think it was like three or four people on the list. And then it was supposed to come around to you. And so I learned that the hard way. I was quite young and, you know, thought this is what I needed to do to fit in. And I never got my bottles of liquor. So that was the first lesson. And then there were these gifting circles. And I met this young woman at an event and we really connected. She's very spiritual and we just had ton in common. And so she invited me to this thing and I was kind of curious. I thought, why would she get involved in this? And so I went just to check it out and to see what she was up to. And it was $5,000 and you know, my radar went off right away. My intuition is like, this is a pyramid scheme. These things are illegal. And so when people ask questions, they answered saying, oh, it's not a pyramid scheme because, and then they drew out the pictures and it was exactly a pyramid scheme. So to me, it was like the emperor's new clothes, right? It's like, if people couldn't see it, they just or if they could, they just went along with the crowd because no one was saying anything. And I thought, this is really odd. And so the woman who was kind of at the top and making all the money off of it that started it, she did different things to make sure that she couldn't be charged with certain things. So it was something in kind, for example, it was a gift that was wasn't actually money or she had these different ways of doing it so that she wouldn't get caught. And she said, Oh yes, you know, there's police officers in, in these circles. So if they can do it, then it's legal, which doesn't make any sense at all. Right. We're all people. doesn't matter what job we do. Um, our beliefs can vary and we can be doing things thinking we have the best intention and that we're doing something that is correct. And it may not be either in the eyes of the law or what effect it has on other people. And in particular, this person, she was a single mom and she had invested in some other things. We had 
um, invested in some coaching with someone who turned out to be very, not very truthful, shall we say. And it was a really bad situation. I definitely felt that I had been ripped off, to put it bluntly, that what they said we would get for the coaching and what we actually received were two different things. And then when I followed up with the coach, she kept avoiding me. I went to the other people higher in the organization. They said they would do something about it or look into it, and they never did. And so, unfortunately, I left it too long. If I had dealt with it sooner, then I could have probably gotten a dispute going on my credit card. And at the time, again, I felt embarrassed. And this is what people prey on is people feeling shame, embarrassed, whatever it is, right? Those old feelings that we grow up with that we take on that aren't ours. And then when we're wronged, then we think that we're the one that created it and can fall into that helplessness or that victim mode. And that's what happened to me then. So what goes around comes around. And since the pandemic, now I'm hearing about these giving circles and they're calling them women's empowerment circles, Lotus or all sorts of different names that they're given And so I was talking to a friend I haven't spoken with in a while, and she's talking about this, and I hadn't heard of these before. And she's saying, oh, yes, and, you know, it's based on these different archetypes, and you start on the outside of the circle, then you move in, and then when, oh, and the elements. So when you get to the center, when you're water, then you get the money from everyone else. And I had someone join, and, you know, the investment wasn't as much. And just bells were ringing in my head. Like, as soon as she started talking, first it was, I wonder if she's talking about a pyramid scheme. And then as she talked about it, it's like, it's exactly a pyramid scheme, no matter what you call it. When you're putting money in and the other people are receiving that as you go through these narrowing down of people and you're bringing other people in, it's all a pyramid scheme. And it is illegal. So I did look this particular one up because it was new to me. So there's, um, of course, they branch off from previous circles. So there's so many people on the outside and they're the givers. And then there's attractors supporting and receiving in the center. So there's that one person in the center. And it sounds exactly the same as the other circle I'd seen where each person gives $5,000 to the receiving position. However, once that main person in the center gets the money, then the other groups break off. And so it just gets bigger and bigger on the bottom, and you have to bring more and more participants in. So I'm going to post a link to the article, and there's actually a link to some paperwork that they send out describing all the magical benefits of joining as the article says. And so I think it's really important because there is a part of the us that wishes and hopes that it's true, that it's going to work out. And it's like the too good to be true situation. It probably is. It's the same with investments. And 
It's not that some of these things might not work out, but these particular situations are not likely going to work. And the statistics show it, and there could be legal consequences of that. So if someone is talking to you about this, just gently ask some questions. So if you're giving in this money, at what point, thinking about the number of people that you have to go through, when would be yours? How many people would have to be included in all these different circles for you to be in that center position? So they may not actually be able to comprehend in the moment, but if you actually show them in something in writing like this particular article does, it may be something to help your friends or family from not falling into that scenario and potentially being out thousands of dollars. And actually, when I was in my early 20s, I was dating someone and we decided to go into one of these. And I can't remember how it was promoted or what the thing was, but it wasn't very much money. It probably felt like a lot more money, especially at the time, right? This is quite a few years ago. I think we put in maybe $75 each or something like that, which with inflation probably felt more like maybe 200 or something like that, maybe a bit more, but not a huge amount. It didn't affect my um, bigger term investments and money. So it was a good lesson. So I've had a few of them and I don't wish to repeat them. And so I am cautious and I'm hoping that this gives you some information and some value to you today. So have a fabulous day and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.